mindfulness mode. I just want to say this, what I learned in my life, and I wish everyone to know this, that every problem does have minimum three solutions. Hey, Mindful Tribe, welcome back to the show. Today we're going to be talking about healing. And boy, we really need more healing in the world. And I can tell you that I'm here with a guest who is a visionary founder of an organization that has developed the world's first ever full spectrum CBDA oil. And we'll find out exactly what that means. It's created through a unique process and it preserves all the healing compounds of the hemp plant. So we're going to be talking all about healing and how we can restore the body to its natural state. I'm here with Inessa Pano Mario Vita. And Inessa, it's great to have you with us. And thank you so much for being here. Are you in mindfulness mode today, Inessa? <laughs> thank you so much for having me here today. Yes, I'm trying to be in line. <laughs> You're welcome. It's my pleasure to have you on the show. So, Inessa, what does mindfulness mean to you? Uh, a lot of things, actually. You can be mindful to yourself, you can be mindful to others, but I always, always, from the moment I wake up, I try to treat the world the way I want to be treated. So being mindful of actions, words you say, um, to your health, to your world, to people, to your loved ones, it's it, it's actually it's a big word. So I, I kind of, I love that word. I don't use it enough, but I try to practice every single day for sure. Yeah. Well, it's, it's certainly good to have you here. And I've uh, been sharing a little bit with my listeners about who you are and how you're the founder of this company. Well, you have quite a story which involves your mother. Tell me what happened with your mother in the day that you received the news. Um. Most likely, when people receive the news about their parents' cancer, it would be probably very devastating for most people out there. But for me, it was actually opposite. And as my mother was crying from sadness, I was crying from actually joyful tears. And I had joyful tears. So, um, but it really, my mother's call, it was triggered from my experiences that I had in the past because as a kid, I was always very sick and I was very sick. Even when I came to America, I got sick even more because I had this big, wide open heart, naive and people took advantage of me. So of course I was going through a lot of stress because I thought uh, God is not fair to me. Why I'm getting abused so much. I'm just trying to be as, as best human being on the planet. And I'm having all these things because I was raised never lie, never steal, never cheat. So when I got exposed to the real world, I assumed these things don't exist. So I was judging others based from my own perspective. So I'm kind of happy that I actually got exposed to these bad things because that's how I learned to protect myself. That's how I empowered myself. That's how I became strong and who I am today. But with that being said, that led me through a lot of stress and already had previous conditions. And now I'm in America and just imagine you have the best doctors in the world, best medical system, at least as rated as the best one. And you go to see these doctors and instead of getting better, you're actually getting worse. And 
and that's where it really kind of got me to the point where I was like two weeks, every two weeks go in emergency room. And, and I had to really stand up for myself and I say, what I am doing wrong, I am in the best country. I understand these issues started when I was a little girl in Lithuania. And my mom used to take me to doctors and I kind of blamed my country for not being a good expert, but like now I'm in the best country in the world and I still don't have any results. In fact, I'm like, can't leave emergency room anymore. So it just got me to the point where what's going on? I started questioning everything. And when I looked into my life, I said, I need to change something. So I changed everything. I changed lifestyle. I changed everything. And I went completely natural. And when I say natural, I'm talking about juicing, changing my diet, never drink alcohol again in my life. So all those major changes that I did actually led me to improvement. And that improvement was very exciting because I've been miserable every single day uh, as a young female that looks like 65 year old actually. And my skin was so bad, never gonna forget. I used to even hide myself from public, make sure they don't see my face because oh, really? I used to put my hair all over the face, make sure I can see through where I can walking, but my skin was so bad. I could, I, I was embarrassed to go in public. And so with that being said, I changed the lifestyle and the way I changed it was mother nature and the mother nature kind of planted a seed because I got the solution, what I needed. I became healthy, never been sick again for all these years now. And uh, so, but it wasn't enough for me to say, I'm going to make the world in better place, you know, but it, I was very happy and grateful, but it wasn't enough. So when my mother called me by that time, already actually had my life on track and I said is this is American dream because I'm not happy with this American dream like just to have a comfortable life nice job nice car nice apartment it's not serving me so I was asking what's my purpose in life entire year every single day what's my purpose in life so when my mother said she called me and she said I have cancer six months left to live I'm dying that was the moment where she was expecting me to cry from sadness, but I was literally crying from from happiness because I saw this vision and download. I had goosebumps all over my body and I saw my mother being better, healthier. And I see her big smile face and she's like smiling. And then I see like, I had this sense. I didn't know that time what it meant, but like I saw these thousands of people behind my mother standing also like happy, healthy. And I'm like, oh my gosh, is this is my mom's cancer? This is the best thing ever happened to us. And as of today, we do laugh with my mother and I say, mom, are you aware that your cancer is truly saving the world right now? Because it's been saving for many years now. And she laughs because she's like, yeah, but you remember you were actually laughing from my cancer. And I'm like, I didn't know what's going on. I thought something was <laughs> wrong. So, yes, I believed in the mother nature. And I knew the cancer is curable because what I was going through my own experiences years prior my mother's diagnosis. So I knew I'm not going to do chemo. I knew I'm not going to do radiation. And I knew that I'm going to exhaust every single possible option from the mother nature for my mother's cancer. But I had a feeling that everything is going to be okay. I don't know how to explain it. You just know it into mm -hmm. your bones. And that's exactly what happened. My mom had no radiation, no chemo. And I went the same day she got diagnosed, the same day I went on the mission. I spent tens of thousands of hours on global cancer research, working with the top experts on the planet. 
And uh, and with that being said, as a result, the world is in a better place today. <laughs> wow, that's an incredible story, Anessa. So so the cancer is it in sub in remission or is it completely gone? No, it's complete. It was completely gone four months later. Actually, when I left the country, yeah, I started. And I'm not gonna lie. In the beginning, I really didn't know what I was doing. I was just whatever I was learning and researching and interviewing doctors, interviewing, and I, I didn't interview just one side. I always wanted to hear the story from the both sides, always, because that's the, in my belief, that's only one way to do it. Mm -hmm. So, and I made my own decisions based on listening both sides and studying and interviewing people and reading the books. I remember I had so many phone calls with all these experts and doctors and everybody out there that I didn't have time to read anything during the daytime. So the night shifts I used to read and daytimes I used to make phone calls and meetings and travels and whatever I had to do. So I truly spent, I was counting another day, 27,000 hours on the research. So I don't know any oncology center in the world or any medical school school who actually puts that many hours on on their actually students <laughs> wow that's incredible and and what did you discover by doing all of this research and all of these interviews it might be very shocking but i have to speak the truth i yeah. discovered that uh, actually we all of us get cancer on average four times in our lifetime and because we have this beautiful god's given immune system it's actually fights it back and we don't even know we had a cancer in the first place oh. and you know and you don't know so it never bothers you but what i discovered also that cancer takes five to ten years to get to the point where it's finally mutated and it becomes becomes cancerous uh, where the doctors finally detect as the final version in stage one stage four whatever the stage is and with that being said a lot of times it's misdiagnosis because as I said, when I started with my mom, I had no clue what I was doing. I was just from that trying to get better right now since I did spend a lot of hours and I've been kind of I have my own systems, hacking systems and everything, how I do these protocols. Now I know better comparing years ago. So I can just tell you this. It goes back to always the same root of the causes. It's toxins. Even genetics can be manipulated, and it's toxins, metals, mold is the big issue, and of course, parasites. So it goes back to the main four to five root of the causes, and all those four to five root of the causes actually mutates between each other, and they cause the second reaction, such as then where they diagnose the cancer. So that's the, my discovery, but that that this one came a little bit later on as I was really getting deep into this topic. And um, yeah, so it's, your body can heal itself as long as you give the right tools. And yes, we do also have nanoparticles in our body, plastics. So we have to remove all those things, but can you help cancer patients? I, I truly believe everyone should heal from cancer. I don't believe in cancer. So let's talk about molds. How do we ingest these? Like, do we get it through our food or through breathing or what? The goodness gracious, it's, it's a really good question. I talk about this a lot on my other in my other company, my consulting company, where we help people transform their lives. It's called Regenesis 369. Uh, we do have 100% success rate. If we don't give you that success, we actually pay you back twice. 
Um, so this is how mold really, where we get the mold. Okay, so first of all, let's start from very easy pitch, which is uh, Starbucks coffee. If you're going to go in Starbucks and pick their coffee beans, those coffee beans, 90% so far what I tested is actually loaded with mold. So now if you on the low immunity, what causes for you to be on low immunity? Stress. Maybe you didn't eat good in the last seven days. Maybe you've been eating fried foods, the ones causing you 48 hours. Okay, let's put it, let's go back. Fried food, if you eat once, you're going to be inflamed for 48 hours. And if you ate a fried food again 40 hours later, you're going to be inflamed another 48 hours. And if you're going to do three times a week, now you're going to be inflamed entire week. And if you're going to follow this pattern again the following week, now you're inflamed entire two weeks, you are going to start actually lowering your immune system. But that being said, when your immune system is low, that means your your army, the God's given army that can't fight for you anymore. So now you actually, you know, compromising things and you go to Starbucks, right? Because you're already stressed about something in your life. And that's why you're eating fried foods, even you know you're not supposed to. Um, but that's what stress causes you to do. And you eat and drink coffee with mold. And what mold does, it takes over your body and eventually, again, is not going to do overnight. Your your army is not there to protect you because you've been abusing it. And now you just drink Starbucks coffee and here you go. You, have a, you just created a life, additional life inside your body. And yes, in the beginning, just like a baby, when you make women pregnant, when she gets pregnant, she the baby is invisible. But nine months later, you have a little beautiful <laughs> God's given yep. coming out. And it's a physical thing. It's no longer mm-hmm. a visible thing, but it comes from invisible. Same with mold. In the beginning, it's invisible. But in nine months or a year or two, it becomes very, very physical. And it starts mutating inside your body. And that's the moment where you're going to actually start having issues. And sadly, I've been arguing with the hospitals over and over again. These hospitals do not test for these specific things. Do you know how many people I met in actually in department such as stroke and heart attacks and all what they had these molds and the doctors putting them on all kinds of drops for epilepsy and everything were no the root of the cause is actually mold. I literally have people and patients where they had the full of mold. I can't share these people's names and the data, but I have them literally full of mold. And the person has been in the emergency room three to four times. And they, all they found is nothing. They's like, you should be sure your heart is perfect. And they put them in a stroke department. And guess what? what? The person, all what they had is mold. And they never wow. walked even think about it and they actually i raised the question for that patient specifically and this is why nobody bothered to test this specific patient if you see it's coming back to the same issue and they said it's just because we don't test that's it so that's what i said i'm so disappointed of the system and 
you know, but I guess what are you going to do? You're just going to fight it back as much as you can. Wow. So we're getting mold through coffee and are we getting mold through peanuts? I've heard that mold oh, is in peanuts a lot. It's almost everywhere, actually. It's, I'm not going to lie. Peanuts, it's such a, I, I, I wouldn't eat peanuts over my dead body. And also even like a little strawberry, if you see that little, like a softness, when you wash the strawberry sits there on the countertop for a couple of days or a day. So you see that softness, that's where the mold starts growing it. And if you, again, if you have a God's given army working for you, you'll be fine. It's going to protect you from any virus, from any disease, from anything. But a lot of times people, the way they live their lifestyles, they are compromised consistently because immune system is no longer there. But the mold can be literally everywhere. I'm talking about fruits. I'm talking about vegetables. I'm talking about coffee. It's a big thing. And the reason I chose to speak about coffee because almost everybody I know is drinking coffee. So it's very common. Uh, it's a very common thing. But mold can be found almost anywhere. I see. And <clears throat> so we've got mold problems. And then uh, the other thing you said is parasites. So how do we pick up parasites? That's something that's just horrible. I argue this. I just had actually a call with a head of Northwestern um, from one of the apartments. I don't want to mention yet. We might go on a partnership because they're super curious what I do. And I think they're super interested to kind of uh, figure out how to really help their patients. I'm not saying all of them, but some of these people actually have a good intention. And they asked me the same question. How in Nessa, we're not living in a third world country. Why do we keep talking about those parasites? And actually, this is the worst than parasites in your body get together with mold. Mold is the strongest glue for disease. And if you have, let's say, regular cancer cell, that is pretty easy, in my opinion. Again, this is just my opinion, pretty easy to kill. Uh, but if you have mold, that mold is like a strongest glue for that cancer cell or for whatever parasites, whatever we have in the body metals. So, so parasites, I laugh all the time, especially when I talk to doctors. I said, why you guys don't tell patients such as pregnant women never take or eat raw fish? It's because there's bacteria is not good for them. I said, wait a minute, what happens to that bacteria when actually a regular person eats that bacteria? Oh, they're capable of eating, not a problem because they're adults and it's totally fine for them. It's like, so pregnant women can't do that, but the regular person can. But I'll tell you this, anybody that eats raw fish, especially sushi, raw fish, sushi, one sushi roll does contain about six, uh, 60 foot long tapeworms that are actually one roll on average does contain about 100,000 larva eggs. So if you ate one sushi roll, you ate 100,000 larva eggs. And if your army, which is your immunity, is not working at this very moment, these little invisible species going to take over your body. It's just a matter of the time when. So I guess you do not eat sushi. Oh, goodness gracious, no. And I don't eat any meat products because my my brother-in-law and family members do own grocery stores. And I know they try not to do this, but I know the stories. And meat is sold in these days, not just with parasites, but also with cancer tumors. And our regulations allows to sell these meats, the animal, 
with the tumor, which is 90% of them are infected, not if 95, um, now you're eating someone's cancer. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they have this in the third world countries. Oh, well, they remove snakes from people's bodies every day. And sometimes I actually laugh because I physically show from the people that we work in Regenesis 369, because all of them remove about 60 to 100 pounds of parasites, each of them. Anywhere, if you're super skinny, if you're super young, you probably remove 10, 15 pounds of parasites. But uh, if you like older, mid-age, whatever, you're going to remove pounds or pounds of parasites. So, and people say, oh, and that's, it's impossible. And I keep showing them pictures every day. We have new pictures coming in, new videos coming in where people taking things outside their body and showing you. And I said, how are you going to explain this? If it's impossible, it's happening for each of those people. So again, they all have them. I personally cleansed them out a long time ago. That's why I said I became very alert, very aware. I can see things through. It's amazing what happens to your body. You become very, you actually become a human, human power. I don't know how to explain it. When you cleanse these little dark entities, you just become uh, something incredible. <laughs> it's a pretty wow. feeling, yeah, to be free. Well, you have created the world's first ever full-spectrum CBDA oil. What is CBDA oil? So CBDA, it's actually original God's version of the plant that cannot be patented and owned by anyone. That means cannot be controlled by pharmaceutical companies. And that's why they don't want you to know about this A part. <laughs> okay. Because CBD itself uh, is actually a drug. And CBD is, if you're going to go on Google, Google tells you that CBD is a drug patented by Food and Drug Administration as a drug for epilepsy. It's called epidolics. So we both know if you have nature, can you patent nature? No. If you patenting something, that means it's a second version of that specific whatever plant or okay. fruit or vegetable. So if CBD is already officially patented as a drug for many years, that means it's never been natural in the first place. So the what CBDA is, when I discover what's going on in the industry first, everybody sells a drug just no difference than anything else and and the second thing everybody sells a drug which is cbd full of deadly toxins that your body can't take anymore because you're already overwhelmed with these toxins such as mold metals and everything uh and there's no regulations as of today in this country specifically in america to keep companies accountable what they put in these products and that is a problem. And I saw this problem because I went through major investigations. I tested companies. I spent tens of thousands of dollars of my savings to know the truth. And when I discovered the truth, I got I, my heart was broken. So I had to figure out if I'm going crazy because how it's come. I went to visit number one, 17 companies in this country marketed as to be highest quality. And all of them are selling this these substances can be very deadly for the long term and i figured i think i'm going a little cuckoo here mm. so i discovered that i should talk to somebody smarter than me 
because I did not know, I just knew how essential the plant is to our bodies to be healthy. We can't live without this plant. We can't, our bodies can't function because we produce it. When we're born, we produce it ourselves, exact same thing as the hemp plant does, that is essential to us, but we're gonna lose it because we go through stress and environment and food and mold and everything, we're gonna start losing it. So we need to fulfill our bodies, but there's no products to fulfill. And that's where I had an issue. So when I talked to these experts from Israel, the ones who discovered human endocannabinoid system, the ones who discovered how essential this plant is, people from Harvard, and I'm like, and Israel, professors from Israel, they, I said, if I'm going crazy or this is, this is my discovery on the industry, I traveled the country, each place, I tested everything myself, and this is what I discovered. And they said, no, you're not going crazy, and you're not going to change this because there's too much money involved. I'm like, really? I said, what if I'm going to change this? They said, you have very low, almost impossible chances. And that's the moment where I knew I have to do something about it. And I I studied the soil, how we used to have 2,000 years ago. What was a real hemp plant? What was the real seeds? And there was, I promise you, there was no CBD extraction, especially when Jesus was using, they think he was using some solvents, chemicals, and creating some CBD oils on, in Israel. Absolutely no, because in the Bible, they do speak about Kenna itself and how Jesus was using to actually heal people, empower people's health, and there's no way in the world he was extracting some CBD oils. So yeah, CBDA is the it's the raw version of the plant. It's the real chemistry. The one is way more powerful and way more effective towards your own endocannabinoid system. And CBD is just a second version that was reinvented by chemical extractions and temperatures by pharmaceutical companies again in my suspect to control the market and so is it this product that helped your mother get back to this state of full health so if i say yes i'll be lying to you but i can just tell you this i was definitely using cannabis very low levels of thc but i was using the raw plant so that's why when i start seeing these cbds i said this is not this is not okay this is not even a real thing like so i wanted to go back for this raw and i was looking for that raw plant but when i went to my major research and travels and lab testing myself every single company i met I discovered they don't do what I was looking for. So my mo- my mother received help from raw plant, but not specific from Nessos because Nessos happened later. Nessos hemp happened when I already grew my name from from people knowing me who I am and helping them to overcome all kinds of health conditions. And I had to find a good product to promote or that I can trust and put my name behind. And since I couldn't find this product, I came to the conclusion I have to create my own. So Nestle's hemp wasn't born by because I chose to, because I had to. I see. I see. So this is a natural way to overcome certain kinds of health issues. And and Nessashemp.com is the website. N-E-S-A-S-H-E-M-P. Nessashemp. Dot com, And what can we expect to find there if we go to that website, Anessa? 
we have way too much content and I'm trying to reduce it. I don't know how, because I want to put even more because I know so much how this plant is essential to you, how is essential for every organ, for every system in your body. And it's not my discovery. It's a discovery that was done by these special Nobel Prize winners from Israel, um, professors that actually, sadly, he just passed away recently, but in age 90s and up. So way too much content on my website, but I just can say this, that when you're born as a newborn baby, God gave you, it's called endocannabinoid system. This mm -hmm. system produces cannabinoids or exact same ones that we have in this bottle, almost exact same, because in the human body, they're a little bit different, but they mimic the same thing as in, in Nestle's hemp bottle. So mm -hmm. now these cannabinoids and that system, that God-given system for each of us, just like lungs and your vision and your kidneys, your central nervous system is responsible to control and regulate every single system in your body, including your brain. And also empower your immunity and also fight viruses and bacteria. So now you lose that system based on the newest research by age 18 and 19. So now by age 25, especially 35, you are deficient of your own production of these cannabinoids. So what do you need to do? You need to empower your own system with healthy and clean mother nature cannabinoids exact what you used to produce in your own body so you can regulate again all other systems organs functionalities immunity including central nervous system with that one function because that endocannabinoid system is the only one thing you need to fire up in the body to regulate thousands of other functionalities to be healthy I see. Anessa, you've been doing a lot of cutting-edge work with this, but I always ask a question about bullying on my uh, podcast, and I want to ask, do you have a story about bullying where mindfulness would have made a difference? Um, maybe. Yeah, I probably have a lot of those, but I, it's been in, towards me, and I've been probably towards others, I would say. But with that being said... I probably, because when I came from Lithuania, I came from very, uh, as I said, from very background where I thought lie didn't exist, cheated didn't exist and everything. So I learned what's good and what's bad on this mm -hmm. earth. And I just decided that I'm not going to have, I'm not going to have too much patience with people that actually physically harming us as of today. And because they're not wishing anything well to us. So I decided to stand up for all of us, including myself, my own family, and other right. people on, in this country or other countries. So I probably can come across, I'm bullying them, but I just don't have patience for the lies and cheats I and everything. See. But other than that, no, there's no one I ever would, I believe, do that unless I'm right. out of my mind. Right. Well, you're obviously very, very dedicated to what you're doing. I want to ask you five quick answer questions, Anessa, as we move forward in the interview. And the first one is this. So just 30 second answers are perfect. The first one is this. Who is one person who has been a powerful mindfulness influence in your life? I'm not going to lie. I have no one out there because I'm the strongest. So so the only one I follow is God. I have a daily conversations with him. 
Okay. All right. Uh, well, my second question is about your emotions and how mindfulness has possibly helped your emotions and helped you deal with things differently. Uh, mindful towards myself and knowing that I need to be here and the world is counting on me. I think that helps me to to control my emotions. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, let's talk about breathing. Do you have any comments or thoughts, ideas about breathing and how it can help us to be more mindful? Yeah, it's, it's, I tell people all the time, if you're in an emergency, you have an anxiety attack, all what you need to do is start breathing. Our God developed us so beautifully where we have our own emergency systems, such as breath and incredible things you really don't have to even call 911 you just really start breathing and you're gonna see what's gonna happen to you it's like thousands of health benefits i'm i am just impressed yeah i am there's a lot to say about breathing (laughs) yeah for sure there really is is there a book that you would recommend anessa that's somehow related to mindfulness um I'd say personally for me, but I'm a little bit different than most people out there, is the 5 a.m. club, I would say, mm-hmm. because I became mindful of the people that takes my neg- energy or puts that negative energy on me. I became mindful of how I'm spending my time and why I should respond. I have only 24 hours a day, and a lot of times I work 19. So, so I think the 5 a.m. club is the one got me going and thinking how I should restructure. Yeah. Right. Sure. Okay. And is there an app of any description that you recommend to people that can help with mindfulness? Uh, I'm not aware of that at this very moment because everything normal I do create myself for our all our Regenesis 369 people, the ones going through transformation. So we teach a lot about mindfulness in the program, uh, but again, it comes directly from me, so there's no app. But no, I'm not following one myself, and I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, that's okay. Well, we'll put all of this in our show notes at mindfulnessmode.com. So Mindful Tribe, check that out. And check out nessashemp.com. Now, can we learn about Regenerous 369 at that website, Anessa? No, actually, sadly, in for Genesis because it is a different company. You do have to go and read Genesis three six nine, and people can submit completely free presentation that are directly live with me that is scheduled on Zoom. So I go through PowerPoint presentation. We do like once a month, and uh, but we I explain everything, why and how and literally everything, and I answer the questions. So read Genesis. 369.com is probably the best way to connect with okay. us. Okay. Well, thank you for answering the quick answer questions. And Anessa, as we wrap up the interview, I want to ask you if you have any final words of advice for our listeners. Thank you for asking this question. I love this question. So, yeah, I just want to say that all of us going through struggles, all of us will go through struggles. They're never going to end, no matter how much money you have, no matter how good of the life you have. It's always going to be different struggles. Some people have less and more. I just want to say this. What I learned in my life, and I wish everyone to know this, that every problem does have 
minimum three solutions. So stop wasting your time on the problem and energy and create a stress in your body and abuse yourself. And because when you when you stress, your family is not happy about you, right? You can you can come across as angry person and if you're not. So stop focusing on the problem from the moment you receive any kind of problem in your life, immediately focus on solution. And that's where life is going to become better for all of us. <laughs> all right. Well, you are a breath of fresh air. You really have a powerful, powerful way about you, a way of communicating and a way of accomplishing things. So thank you so much for doing what you do in the world. And thank you for being on Mindfulness Mode podcast. Thank you so much for having me here today. You're welcome. Bye now. Bye. Mindful Tribe, thanks for joining again today. I really appreciate your support as always. And if you'd like to support the Mindfulness Mode podcast, just kindly go over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review or a review that reflects exactly how you feel about the podcast. Hopefully you're enjoying it or you wouldn't be here. Uh, You can always email me bruce at mindfulnessmode.com if you have suggestions for episode ideas or ways that we could improve the podcast or just constructive criticism. I always look forward to hearing from my listeners. And with that, take what we've learned today to reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness. Stay in the mode.